Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. Hey, look who's here. It's us, those weekend golf guys. John Ashton in the studio. Jeff Smith, of course, the golf cave at Otter Creek. Intrepid producer Mark Hunter on the controls. Everybody is where they're supposed to be. God is, is in his control. heaven and all is right with the world. That's right. Indeed. A plethora of guests. An That's embarrassment of riches today with those weekend golf guys. Uh, Zach Vizi from GlobalGolf.com. He's coming cool up. Guy. Yeah, you know him. I didn't know I you do. knew him, man. Yeah, cool guy. Um, he's coming up. Going to talk about you know those Nike clubs you got. Should you yeah. sell them or should you save them as collectors <laughs> <Yeah>. items? <laughs> you know what? Let's let let's let Zach tell us that. Well, Zach's with GlobalGolf.com. They're celebrating their tenth anniversary. They're having a big party, giving away all kinds of stuff. Uh, we're going to be talking to him, and they're also Give talking to Nike stuff. <laughs> Taba Dale, uh, who's an author, a golfer, and a um, an artist. An art collector, an art dealer. It's funny, expensive stuff. Cars, art, drugs, they're dealers, not salespeople. Isn't that weird? But anyhow, she wrote a book called A Stroll on the Old Lady. It's a delightful round of golf on the old course of St. Andrews and other Scottish golf stories. Uh, She speaks English. She doesn't even have a Scottish accent. She's from Arizona, okay? We'll all be able to understand her, but she's pretty cool, and that's coming up, too, in a little bit. Uh, First off, though, I want to reiterate something. I want to... Everybody listening right now, pat yourself on the back. Give yourself a big kiss on the cheek from us. Now, I cannot kiss myself on the cheek. I can pat myself on the back. back. Yeah. Okay. I cannot kiss myself on the cheek. Well, find somebody to do it for you then. Just no, that's and, more fun. And say it's from us. Okay. Because we want to send out a huge thank you to everybody. We are a hit. I mean, we just, we just got all kinds of reports from people. We've got a lot of friends in uh, Southern California and the Southwest listening on that blowtorch XRQK. You know what? Love when you, you spend guys. As many twenty dollar bills on promotion as we have. <laughs> it's finally better pay off. Right? It's about time, man. Um, Charlotte, love you guys in Charlotte. You guys are there for us. Uh, very loyal. Uh, very vocal. Love you, you all for it. But this is the thing that blew me away. You know, you've heard me say. Uh, time and again, that should you miss this show at whatever time it airs on your favorite radio station during the weekend, you can always catch it at audioboom.com, right? What, what is that again? It's audioboom.com. Okay. <laughs> See, that's our new favorite thing to say. Yeah, I know. It's just, it used to be Thorbjorn like, Olsen. Right. It was like, yeah. Now right. it's moved to audioboom.com. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, we, we, we are very popular internationally. Uh, and you may want to check out uh, all the all the gory details. Get a little post at thoseweekendgolfguys.com. You may want to check out. Um, but just the encapsulated version, of course, uh, folks who listen to us online, um, are th- the number one country is good old USA, USA. Red, white, and blue, yada, yada. Number two country. You weren't around on Sunday to hear this. Take a guess. Russia. 
You read it. <laughs> <laughs> Am I a good guesser or what? Stop being right on the first time, will you? I must have ESPN. Uh. <laughs> oh, I can't say that. I'm an ESP. <laughs> yeah. And and as, uh, as as we like to say to our friends listening in uh, in Moscow and the other uh, areas of the country of Russia, we push you Okay. He said that the other day, and I still don't know what it is. It's how are you? Maybe if I just said "cock," if we push it, y'all, uh, you'd understand what I was saying. Uh, thank you. It's it's how are you all doing? And thank you very much. And then all kinds of other countries, man. Um, Great Britain, we're there. Um, Mauritius, Canada, Mauritius, man. It's a, it's an island about the size of the table I'm sitting at. In the Indian Ocean, off the coast of Madagascar. Oh, come got, on, it's bigger than that. They got ten golf courses. They have ten golf courses, and, and they're uh, not miniature golf courses. No, they're not. They are full size regulation, and I think all of them are listening to us, and we really do appreciate. No it. No idea so, uh, why they're doing that. <laughs> hey, we're fun. Maybe the weather's bad. Hey, yeah, it was raining that day. I guess I don't know. Um, but we do appreciate you being here, and uh, you know, if if there's something in particular that you'd like us to address or something you'd like us to talk about or whatever feel free you can go to thoseweekendgolfguys.com and you just scroll down the home page at the bottom there is a contact form you can send us any kind of a message that you would like to it's also a great way to get in touch directly with jeff smith if you have a uh, uh, a hitch in your giddy up that uh, you want to fix before your next round you need to talk to jeff about that he's got quick fixes up the yin yang you can take care of you kind of fun doing that you like that yeah, makes you makes you feel necessary yeah yeah we I mean, all need you, a purpose in life man and you have send yours. you a video you you call them back on the phone you you check out their video you 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 make a little make a little thing for them and they get better and they send you a note back and yeah that's kind of rewarding actually yeah and there's no charge for that the first time yeah i was gonna say it'd be nice <laughs> to get paid for it but you know, i'm getting paid compliments that's it that's it just the ego stroke that's enough for you right now so, again, it's thoseweekendgolfguys.com, just at the bottom of the homepage. Or you can also reach Jeff through facebook.com uh, slash golfguys. And um, getting a lot of Twitter followers here in the past couple of weeks, too, at WKND Golf Guys. And, again, we appreciate every single solitary one of y'all that is uh, hanging out by your radio right now or accessing us on audioboom.com. Uh, just do a, a search for uh, Those Weekend Golf Guys part of the Golf Talk America Network on audioboom.com. Did I just hear uh, you yell? It. Is that what I heard? You heard me what? You just, just yelled. <laughs> Yo, no, you yelled. <laughs> yelled. I yelled. Yeah, I did. You, do, you don't live far enough south of y'all. Yeah, yeah, I do. We're, we're south. Like five minutes south of the Ohio River. As Mr. Mason said to Mr. Dixon, we got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, and they drew it below you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to be right back with author Taba Dale and a whole lot more coming up, too, as we progress through this hour of golf talk with those weekend golf guys. Be right back. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
And welcome back. We are those Weekend Golf Guys. I'm John Ashton in studio. He's Jeff Smith at the Golf Cave at Otter Creek and Trepper producer Mark Hunter uh, at the controls. And on the line with us, direct from Phoenix, or excuse me, Scottsdale, Arizona. I guess there's a big difference there for people who live in Scottsdale. Taba Dale, artist, golfer, writer, all-around Renaissance woman. And she can sing well, too. Well, you're very kind. I'm not so sure about the singing part, but I am. I'm all. I'm all those other things. Uh, and we appreciate you uh, spending some time with us here on those weekend golf guys. Now, uh, you were kind enough to uh, get me a copy of your latest book, "A Stroll on the Old Lady." And golfers will know that uh, she's talking about St. Andrews. She's not talking about you know mistreating elderly women. Uh, <laughs> well, it's funny because at first when I when I wrote the story. Um, I wrote a stroll with the old lady, and then once I saw it, once we were creating the book cover, I thought, oh, no, who's the old lady? They might think I'm the old lady. (laughs) Or Margaret Thatcher's the old lady. So we had to change it to a stroll on the old lady, and that's what the locals call it, the St. Andrians call it the old lady. So if they're going to go play um, the old course, they say, hey, you want to go play the old lady? That sort of brings up something else for me about how the Scots regard the game of golf. Probably know, they call the trunk of a car the boot, and they call the hood of a car the bonnet, and they call a sedan a saloon, but they call golf a game. And, you know, for instance, when um, Pat Ruddy, who's uh, designed and owns the European club south of Dublin, he, he he wrote something lovely, which is, you know, words of praise on the book itself. I remember one day, you know, Kevin and I were wanting to play there. We live in Ireland in the summer, and we were in the Dublin area, and we were, you know, just passing by. We had a little bit of extra time, and uh, we called in to, that's what they say when you drop in, you call in Mm -hmm. to Pat, and um, just to say hello, and he said, "Um, well, would, would you like to have a game? Would you like to go out on the course he said you know we've only we've got maybe 22 games out there and that's that's you know he didn't say oh you know we have 22 people on the t-sheet or foursomes on the t-sheet right he referred to them as games people go out to play together against each other almost all the time they don't go just to be out there on the golf course (laughs) well i do but it's true uh, you know most well guys in particular you know they want to have a match you know, even if it's just for a pint at the end, or bragging rights, or whatever. Um, so, but it, but it's it's a game, and and they go out to have fun. And you know, as 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 I often say, you know, golf is it's not all about the score. It's not all about the numbers. It's not all about par or spin rate or everything. It's it's a game, and I think a lot of people miss out on the nature of the game and then on top of that they miss out on nature they're in nature you're connecting with nature <laughs> you know <laughs> and that's, they're not even doing that <laughs> that that's one of the things that struck me first about reading the book is that now you you're a an art aficionado collector and art dealer etc and basically you look at golf architects as artists i do thank you for saying so I, you know, I, I learned, I studied, I read a lot about what golf architects wrote and how they went about their craft. Really, golf courses are living works of art. Mm-hmm. And we, who are playing on those courses, we are interacting 
with the mind of the creator. So, you know, uh, whether it was Beethoven or Rembrandt, in their domains, they were artists, they were masters. And we are interacting with the masters, the golf course architects, they're the masters and creators in their domain, painting on the largest canvas in the world, which is the world mm-hmm. itself. <laughs> so, I mean, when you think about it that way, it, isn't that kind of different? It gives a whole new appreciation to being out there. I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Jeff, we have uh, we got to start. We got to start a group here. You would just want to get overseas, don't you? The the honorable company of <laughs> Edinburgh golfers. I love yeah. that title. We need know, we need awesome, to develop our own little you know hoity toity society. <laughs> but, but don't say Edinburgh. No Edinburgh. No no no, no Edinburgh. No, no, no. Over there and say that they Edinburgh. will. Yeah Edinburgh. Up. I'm sorry. I've been practicing yeah. myself yeah. for years. Yeah. Edinburgh. <laughs> but it, it it you know I think it's nice to sort of know well how do the Scots pronounce their own words their own language you know that I I don't even try to. I'm say not sure they in, know in how Gaelic. they pronounce some of those things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, you, know, you know, it's really kind of interesting. When um, I was on a book tour in Scotland in July, and I was revisiting some of the places that I wrote about in the book, including Prestwick and Macrohanish. Um, but then I also wanted to go places I had never been before. I mean, I was wanting to go for the longest time to Shishkin, which is a 12-hole course on the Isle of Arran, and I also wanted to go to Makri, which is in the Isle of Isla, and that's that's a Hebridean um, island. And um, I just wanted to get out on the on the golfing grounds and play with, you know, I mean, some of these are ancient courses. Yeah. I mean, they're you know they're yeah. um, they were created you know back in the 1800s. So we're on the ferry. We're going over to Aaron. And I bought a book. I bought a book about Aaron, and um, and I, I I I went back to the to the little gift shop where I bought it, and I said to the lady who sold me the book, I, I pointed out a word, the word Gaelic, and I said, "How do you pronounce it?" And she said, "Well, I say Gaelic, and some people say Gaelic, but I don't." it, but we say Gaelic. Well, you know, know. Talk, talk about pronunciation. One of my favorite basketball teams I grew up in New England was the Boston Celtics. And then I found out the word is pronounced Celtic. You know, what, what, I, what did I know? Taba Dale with a stroll on the old lady is our guest, and she is going to hang out through this break. We hope that you will, too. We will be right back. Don't you move. Thanks for hanging. We're back. John Ashton. Jeff Smith, intrepid producer Mark Hunter, collectively known as Those Weekend Golf Guys, with Taba Dale. Uh, she's got a great book it's called A Stroll on the Old Lady. It's available wherever books are sold. Um, you can get it on Amazon.com. Uh, you can also get it, the Kindle version you said is available now, isn't it? Yes, it is. All right. A few weeks ago. That is great. Great book. Very interesting read. Some very interesting stories. And um, they're not all necessarily about golf, but golf plays a major role in and the reason for the stories. Is that fair? Absolutely. I mean, I, uh, obviously I talk about playing the game. I talk about the courses. I talk about the architects. I talk about the history. But then I also wanted to give a sense of some of the colorful characters. Mm-hmm. Some of them are dead, and some of them are living. <laughs> 
you know, guys like Stuart Spence, who that, that story that's called Monarch of the Marcliffe, and, and Stuart's the monarch, except that the, the, the title actually came from there's this enormous deer with this gigantic rack, and under that trophy, you know, it says, you know, 699 pounds dry, the monarch, you know, he's got a name. <laughs> and I thought, well, really, it's Stuart Spence who's the mo- monarch. When You know, so for me to get to meet a Scot, to get to know him, to spend time with him, you know, I, I just think that so- too often we go, as Americans, we kind of go in our bubble. Um, we go as, you know, a foursome or a group of guys, eight, 12, 16, it's usually <laughs> some multiples of foursomes. And, right. You know, myself and my partner, we're in, we're in the golf travel business, so we're, we're the ones organizing those tours. You know, they're all custom, tailored tours. You know, we know exactly how it works, but we also see that a lot of times they, what I, what I call, they just they stay in their own bubble. And maybe their only interaction um, with Scottish people is with their caddies. Which who are wonderful, mm-hmm. and I think they really enhance the the golfing experience. I think anybody who plays overseas should take a caddy whenever they can. Um, but every now and then, like one in in the feature story, a stroll on the old lady, the old lady being the old course, where I'm walking along with a foursome that included Kevin and uh, a guy named Gordon Murray who lives right uh, on the old course. <laughs> He's got this incredible um, flat that overlooks the uh, 17th hole and the 18th tee box and the 18th hole. I mean, he overlooks the whole course, really. Right. They're, they're up pretty high. But And then there were two other people playing. One was a guy named Raymond Gatherum, who was born in St. Andrews. And the fourth guy was a guy named Brian Eccles, who has a place in St. Andrews and also Cayman, but he's from Northern Ireland. And I was just along, walking along. They were happy enough to have me walking along. And um, so I, I, I got to observe and I got to um, converse and share a lot of laughs. But it was when I write about Gordon, I say, you know, Gordon caddies sometimes, and it's not for the money. You know, you, you'll have a lot of interesting people who are caddies, and they're not just people who have never done anything else but caddy. You know, in Gordon's case, they, they had their own um, fishing um, business, and it wasn't just a business, it was an industry based <laughs> in Aberdeen. And when he sold it, he, you know, he, he retired well. Right. So he caddies for the fun of it, and he caddies for the... For the connections he makes, it's like, oh, you know, you're from San Francisco Golf Club. Oh, well, you know, I'm going to be out in San Francisco later this year. <laughs> That's gotcha. how he, he winds up. So he sets up a lot of games. That so way. you can you can um, not only uh, you know we all make friends at a golf course. So you mm-hmm. you expand your horizons internationally, and you you get international mm-hmm. friends. But that brings up this question: You travel with your partner Kevin, who is Irish. Yes. Okay. So you have. A natural affinity. Some of the groups that that you arrange trips to that are, you know, have have no uh, European members and no no people who can relate. Right. How difficult is it to relate? What is the perception of you know four guys from America who show up 
because St. Andrews is on their bucket list and they get, you know, the Scottish caddies, are they looked at askance or? or? Oh, my goodness. No, no, no. Okay. I would, <laughs> well, first of all, you know, Americans are very welcome in Scotland. We're not that welcome everywhere in the world. Right. But in particular in Scotland, even just a few minutes away from Turnberry is a castle called um, Killane Castle. It's, they still maintain um, the Eisenhower apartment. Ah, You know, going back to World War II, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we we, we were such great, great allies. I mean, if it wasn't for, you know, America, the Yanks coming into the war. Yeah, they'd uh, all be speaking German right now. Exactly. So we're very much appreciated, and I feel like that's even until this day. And in, in Ireland in particular as well, the people are so friendly, they're so warm, and you know, I've heard Kevin say this lots of times, you know, ev- everybody's got to go to Scotland, to the home of golf. I mean, it is, as you said, bucket list stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, once you've ticked that box, then you yeah. obviously <laughs> want to go to Ireland just as much. Right. And Kevin often says, you know, the, the difference between Scotland and Ireland is what he calls the après golf. In Ireland, if you go into any little pub in any little town, any little village, any little hamlet, you know, the local people are going to embrace you, and you're all going to be best friends within, you know, before you finished your first pint, and the next thing you know, you're singing songs with them. (laughs) (laughs) And it's true, you know, the Irish, they're great storytellers, Mm -hmm. and they love to sing. So there's music oh, yeah. everywhere. Like I say, I grew up in Boston, so I know all about the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> Taba Dale, A Stroll on the Old Lady is the title of the book, and you have a couple others, too, I understand. Um, mm-hmm. But you got to read this book, man. It is great. The stories are great, as you've gotten a taste of in the in the short time we have together. And Taba, like I said, one of our favorite quotes, and it's on our website, is the same people invented golf and called it a game then invented bagpipes and called it music. <laughs> Do well, keep that in I mind. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> but check it out. A stroll on the old lady, Taba Dale. Uh, great to meet you this way. Maybe we can uh, hook up and play some golf together somewhere someday. I would love it. It would. I would be so honored. It I'm, would I'm be. Very on, I'm very honored to be on your show. Oh, we thank you for coming. Especially, you know, um, if I can say, you know, uh, I think our whole world has been rocked by um, the death of Arnold Palmer having passed away. That is true. You know, never having met him, but hearing so many heartwarming tributes and the outpouring of love. It's such a beautiful thing. He touched so many people so deeply. What an incredible legacy. I think it would be safe for us to say that prior to Arnold Palmer, golf was a game played by old rich men in funny pants. (laughs) And now he kind of... Brought Talk it to, to every anymore. You will find out that you know it wasn't just a, a game for the affluent. I mean, we, we go back to the 1100s. There are some historians yeah. that believe golf was played as early as 1100. So it wasn't by it wasn't by kings. It wasn't by gentry. It wasn't by nobility. So there's a whole story yeah. behind that that era. It was the shepherds bored exactly. to death who were out there trying to find something to do while the sheep were eating all the grass. Table, we're going to have to have you back on. I'm, okay, you have, thank you. You have thank many you, more you. stories than we have time, I'm afraid, but we will definitely. Uh, we, you're on the Rolodex. No, take her off the Rolodex, put her on the speed dial, okay? Ooh. That's what we will I'm do. Moving up in the world. <laughs> yes, you are. And you can tell all your friends. Uh, thanks again, David Dale. 
And thank you for uh, listening. Thank you for hanging out because we will be right back. We are those weekend golf guys. Don't you move. Yeah, we're back. John Ashton in studio. Jeff Smith at the Golf Cave at Otter Creek. Of course, Intrepid producer Mark Hunter. All together, those weekend golf guys. Want to say hi to Zach Vesey right now, joining us on the phone from GlobalGolf.com. Zach, how you doing, man? I am doing well. Hope you guys are. You know, I was trying to trying to think of all the old adages I can say Living to answer that question. Grinning and dreaming. Living a dream. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? You guys you guys get to sit around and talk about golf, man. It doesn't get any better than that. It does not. Unless we were playing. playing. Yeah. So when we're well, not when we're not talking about it, we're playing. And then we play and then we come yeah, in and right. talk about playing. You know, that's the best thing about doing doing this broadcast from the golf studio is the second that I turn this microphone off, I can hit some golf balls. I yeah. get about two steps before yeah. I can swing a club. Well, you know, in the old days, you used to do it while you were talking on a radio. I know. <laughs> I too. That was very impolite. But, Zach, man, we wanted to get with you, man. The 10th anniversary, can't believe it, of GlobalGolf.com. Man, did you, uh, 10 years ago, ever think it would uh, get this big this fast? You know what? We never imagined. Absolutely not. We were uh, a, a couple golf guys who... Uh, back some time ago, thought that we could take the pre-owned market of the golf industry and actually do some good and template the, the, the golf market and uh, offer up the golf professionals of the PGA of America uh, uh, a, a PGA value guide and uh, some information to take trades. And by virtue of that, we would take the clubs back from them and sell them through globalgolf.com. And you know what? Uh, here we are 10 years later, and uh, we have grown very nicely. Uh, through what has been some you know, up and down times with the golf industry at times. Yeah. So we're very pleased and very proud of what we've been able to do. All right, first question I want to ask you, Zach. Yeah. Tell our audience that, that have the, that set of Nike irons, now should they, should they sell them or, or hold on to them as collector's items? I, I, you know what? I am doubting very seriously that they're going to be collector's items. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. They weren't that good to begin with. <laughs> what he said very nicely is they are, that they, they, they are the antithesis anything. of fine wine, man. I think they're depreciating right now. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, in fact, sell them now. <laughs> That's right. I can, like I can give you the website right now and go do it immediately. <laughs> so as soon as this shows up. Oh, man. And, you know, that, that is one of the things. Uh, it has been. I mean, I, I've checked, well, not recently. It's been about four years since I was in the market for golf clubs. But, you know, I checked the trade-in value of the older set I had, and it was worse than trying to get a good price for a used car. But the prices are on the increase, are they not, for used clubs? Yes, they are. Uh, and what's happened over the course of time, as you guys as you guys well know, over the last four or five years, a lot of golf product has been introduced into the marketplace. And what happened was the manufacturers would offer it up. There really wasn't enough golfers out in the marketplace to absorb all that product. And so they would quickly then begin a markdown schedule. And product that started at two ninety nine and $3.99, just using the driver market as an example, would at 60 to 90 days after it launched, it would be worth, uh, will be selling for less than, a, or $100 less than it was uh, originally introduced for. And so when you think of pre-owned pricing, it's all relevant to what new pricing um, is, uh, right. uh, new product is being sold for. 
So absolutely, as prices have risen over the course of the last couple of years, uh, using the TaylorMade brand as an example, the M1 is still at $499. The M2 is still at $399. It has been for uh, since the original launches. That allows the pre-owned market to actually uh, normalize to those prices. And today, absolutely, uh, pre-owned prices are higher uh, than they have been at least since I've been involved in, in this business. So now, as you I just, just said, 10, uh, for 10 years now. Over the course of the last ten years, Zach, have you seen and and be honest, don't don't worry about hurting anyone's feelings here. Have you seen the the technology improve substantially so that uh, you know, let's say the the tailor made R eleven driver is going to be substantially less quality than an M one or an M two? I'm not quite sure that it's less quality. I think the quality would be very similar, but what I do believe is that as technology has evolved, the opportunity to take a driver, move weight around to allow someone to optimize the, the, the MOI and their launch angle and in combination with ball spin and in combination with getting fitted by a good fitter all at the same time. Yeah. I think that's allowing the golfer to have the opportunity to maximize whatever his game may be. For some guys, it's sitting at 150 or 60 yards for some other guys to sit at 260 yards. But whatever that, that, that your game is, I think it gives you the opportunity to maximize that. But from the standpoint of quality, no, I, I don't think that uh, the quality has changed that much. I think it's just the technology matched to the golfer's capabilities as much as anything. So technology can overcome ability now. <laughs> We've been waiting for that. We you know have what? been waiting. As a, as a John. Doc, John, As a golf still. retailer, I, I wouldn't answer that question. <laughs> John, yeah. I'll answer that question for you, okay? Yeah. As it relates to you. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> not a prayer. <laughs> it's how it is, man. Got to practice. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I well, know I mean, because like, like Jeff, you know, the, the was a Titleist has a new 917 out, and you're still playing a Titleist 103 or something, aren't you, Jeff? It's a 909D is the one I have. Okay. Yep. A, a few generations ago. Yep. But it works well for you. I haven't found anything that performs any better for me. Um, I've found things that I hit farther, but yet I've found things that hit it farther into the trees, too. So. <laughs> I like what I get. That's the best thing about it. Um, Zach understands this as well. You know, we just get more selective about the golf courses that we play. You know, those of us who can hit it right up the gut, you know, Uh we're not going to go play an 8,000-yard golf course anymore because, geez, that's no fun. Yeah. (laughs) We'll hang out on those 6,800-yard golf courses and have a great time. (laughs) (laughs) What would you say, Zach? I missed that. I'm sorry. I, you know, what, what, Jeff, first of all, that number actually is 5,800 yards, man. I, you know, I'm 56 now, and so 5, 56, and 58, I mean, those things are starting to correlate. Now. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, what I, was, what I was saying is that golfers don't – we have done some studies insofar as trades and, and uh, people trading golf products. One of the things that – a couple things that we have found, first of all, uh, a lot of golfers don't realize that they can trade their product and, and take what they have and monetize that and, and uh, uh, lower the cost of whatever it is that they want. Number one, number two, they only do it every five years. So if you 
for for some people who are listening to the show, they have a play product that uh, that has been launched since 2011 or so, and I think since 2011, uh, again, some of the the, the movability in products uh, and some of the MRI changes that have been made, I think that uh, that gives the, the, the player at least the opportunity to go out and uh, improve on what it is that he has. Yeah, it gets I don't know, kind of scary. Like I. I um I bought and I bought them used from a friend. I got a great deal, but I bought a set of uh, Ping Rapture irons, uh, graphite shafts, and and they they work very well for me. But I mean, they were two years old when I bought them, and I bought them three years ago. So I'm in that five year old period. Um, you know, would would entertain the thoughts of getting something new, but I'm I'm a little bit nervous about getting something that works as well. You know what I'm saying? It's it's kind of scary. Yeah, <clears throat> understand. Um, and, and you know what I would recommend for you and for those who have that uh, sort of thought process? Man, there are awful lot of good golf professionals out there and a lot of places that you can go as well that uh, aren't green grass shops that are uh, in specialty stores all across the country. And you can go out and demo some things, and that's what I would recommend that you do, is to go out kind of get a feel for what it's like to hit uh, different golf clubs. And I, and I think that, you know, you, you kind of go through an elimination process, and, and you'll find a couple that both look good and feel good, and then get that golf club fitted to you, and I think you'll find some improvement. Yeah, I was I was out at a golf scramble and, uh, and ran into our local um, Titleist rep, <laughs> and he was like, hey, John, come here, hit this club. And I did, and it's their new set of irons. I forget the nomenclature on them, but they're like a hundred bucks a piece. <laughs> it was like, well, of course this works well. It's a hundred dollar club. <laughs> you know? I think you probably failed to mention that was probably a hundred dollars wholesale. Yeah, hundred dollar wholesale. So you know, I figured, well, I'll just wait two years until a couple sets of those, you know, come up on Global Golf. <laughs> there you go. Because you know what happens. You know, there's, there's that. There's that kind of person that's out there that has to have the latest, newest thing. Yeah. Might not be the latest, greatest thing, but it is certainly the latest, newest thing, and it's nice and shiny, and they want it in their bag. Yep. And, you know, they do that with cars. They do that with houses. They do that with <laughs> – unfortunately, yeah. they probably do it with spouses. Well, that, you know, you know <laughs> that's, that's how I got my raptures, man. It was a guy who buys a new set of golf clubs every year, whether he needs it or not, to put in the back of his new BMW, which he buys every year, whether he needs it or not. So there you go. Zach, I want to ask you to hang on through the break, man, because we're going to, uh, we're going to go down and talk about uh, GlobalGolf.com's 10 can't-miss golf clubs of the past decade. I actually have a few of these in my bag. I'm pretty psyched. We are those weekend golf guys, and we will be right back. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Back again, one more once. Those weekend golf guys, John Ashton along with Jeff Smith and Trevor producer Mark Hunter and Zach Vizi with GlobalGolf.com on the line with us still. 
And one of the things you guys have done celebrating your 10th anniversary is uh, you basically have, have gone through the 10 can't-miss golf clubs of the past decade. I'm sure everybody listening has at least one of these clubs in their bag somewhere, or maybe in the corner of their garage or something. The The tailor-made R11 driver tops the list, man. That That is yes, still a great club. Well, it is. And, what, you know, what you find there, I think, is the beginning of some technology uh, with some movable weight and uh, the opportunity to give the customer, the golfer, the opportunity to move some, some weight around and get that ball launched and reduce some of that spin. And not to mention the fact that, you know, it was white. And that's one of the things that uh, kind of started that trend as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also uh, the Titleist 910 driver, which, mm-hmm. which would be an upgrade for Jeff. It would be. <laughs> <laughs> what what kind of prices? No, I've got plenty of those for sale. Yeah, I was going to say what what kind of prices? What that you do? What what would a Titleist nine ten driver set a body back on GlobalGolf.com these days, man? Ballpark. Look it oh, up. Oh gosh, without me, this guy's not going to have it in his uh, head. Come on, that, uh, 120 range. Oh. Someone that maybe See? Okay, so he does. Yeah, he does. Come on, man. He's he's a professional, Jeff. I, yes, he is. Okay. I just thought I'd cut him some slack <laughs> and let him look it up while I stalled for time. <laughs> and and of like course, a couple I of mean, buttons on the, on the we, website. When when you think about wedges, you think either Cleveland or Volkey, and both of those are on this list. Which of those do you prefer? Uh, you know what I prefer the Volkey. It, it's hard. It's hard to find. To me, it's hard to find brand that does a job of matching. Both uh, both loft and bounce, mm-hmm. and kind of able to customize what you need uh, based off of your playing conditions to that combination. So, you know, depending on what's kind of how you get the ball out of, out of the bunker and where you use your edge around the green, uh, I think in combination, uh, Volkan is hard to beat. Yeah, I have to agree with you. You know, when Taylor May came out with the rocket balls, <laughs> I thought. Man, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. And I, they must have got complaints or something because they dropped that nomenclature real quick. I don't know why, but um, their fairway woods are are on your uh, top ten list. Well, I'll tell you that that category. That's a that's kind of a that's kind of a funny story in the, in that category. You know, uh, the, the the fairway wood category when that was launched is, is a category that had not moved in many many years insofar as a product being launched to make people say, hey, I need to get what's in my bag and start playing with something new. At that time, a lot of people were still playing with old uh, Callaway Heavenwoods and, and that type of product, mm-hmm. old fairway woods. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Taylor May introduced that product. I was in Carlsbad sitting in their headquarters, and they came tend to do a, a, a pre-line, and they, they, they had this carpet that they rolled out that was red, that it was 17 yards long. <laughs> and they said to me, this is what this driver's, this is what this fairway wood's going to do, and our attorneys are allowing us to say that this fairway wood's 17 yards longer. When, I, when they told me that their attorneys were allowing them to say that I knew by goodness it must be 17 yards longer. <laughs> That's right. That really did start a trend. They started a trend, you know, not only for tailoring, but throughout the golf industry for protecting uh, what was a, a category that had kind of laid dormant for quite some time. And 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 cause the people to want to get something new. And uh, and of course, Scotty Cameron putters are on there. But you got my putter on here, the Seymour FGP. I love that putter. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the spaceship well, putter. No, no, not the spaceship putter. The, the new one, the Seymour. <laughs> you should put it on there. FGP, which I believe stands for frickin' great putter. 
Is it, is it, you know, <laughs> I, can you can you uh, hear the the name Seymour and not think of Payne Stewart? No. <laughs> no. I, yeah. No, you can't. It's the only guy I think about at yep. all. Yep. I know Zach Johnson's used it yep. one with it a couple times, but that's just not it. I mean, when you if you're if you're at all a middle aged golfer, you've got to be thinking uh, Payne Stewart. Uh, you got to be thinking Pinehurst. You got to be thinking Payne Stewart Ryder Cup. You got to mm-hmm. be thinking that it just it, yeah. they go together. In they my do. Head. They sure do. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That, that's a that's a beautiful statue that stands behind the Pinehurst Country Club. That's right. And then uh, of course Adams Idea Pro Hybrids in the in the Titleist AP2 irons. Um, what what do you say to people who think that if they don't have a matched set, it just isn't cool? That having, I'm sorry, I didn't understand what you said. Oh, you know, a lot of people they they just go and they 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 buy the full set, buy it off the rack. They'll get that, you know, the seven ninety nine, and they'll get you know driver fairway woods irons, the whole uh, nine yards. But you look, you know, when they do these these post tournaments every year with the what's in the bags and stuff like that, nobody who plays golf seriously actually has matched sets. Absolutely not, and I'll tell you why. Because it, you know, one brand, a lot of what people don't realize when they go buy golf equipment is that it's got to it's got to match your eye. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to look down at this golf club and say, "Hey, you know what? I like looking down at that. It gives me some confidence." Yeah. And for some manufacturers, I, I know for me as an example, um, you know, I play a certain set of irons, but the hybrid that that particular uh, company makes, I don't particularly care for the hybrid. It's a little bulky. So, hey, I'll go out and play with something else in the hybrid. And so, yeah, it's all a matter of what fits your eye uh, and what you can customize to your needs in, in my estimation. Yeah, and don't don't worry, because nobody's going to look in your bag and go, oh, they don't match. What kind of a guy is this? Well, probably a better right. golfer. Is that the kind of guy <laughs> it is? And it's about to yeah. take your money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't play for money with someone without a matched set in the bag. <laughs> Words to live by. <laughs> Zach Vizi, our guest from. Go on. I was going to say, most guys who uh, most guys who have fourteen matching clubs in their bag are being paid very handsomely to do that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's right. PXG people. So at least you know they won't welch on the bet. They can afford it when you beat them. Um, now, Global Golf celebrating your uh, your anniversary. It's time to do a little what we like to refer to as the shameless self promotion portion of the program. Zach, um, you guys are uh, you know you're giving away uh, Callaway golf balls and the whole nine yards. Why don't you give us an idea what uh, what that's all about, man? Yeah, so in celebration of uh, our ten years, we have some tour issued golf balls uh, that Callaway is so kind to allow us to participate in. Tour issues meaning. As we all know, if you play the game seriously, most of the time the product that tour players play, it's not the same type of product that you would buy off of the shelf. It's a product that's made specifically in most instances for higher uh, higher ball speed and special performance. And we have some of those. So you simply go to our website and uh, 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 just sign up to, to uh, enter into the drawing, and off you go. That's all you have to do. Uh, hope, and best of luck. I hope you win. All right. Now, let me just ask a technique question. Can I go to globalgolf.com and sell my irons to you, or do I have to trade them in on another set that I buy from you? 
Well, we have we have multiple properties, uh, website properties. Globalgolf.com is really our proprietary channel, and there you can find all kinds of uh, both new and pre-owned equipment uh, clubs, and then uh, products from apparel through shoes, bags, and the whole uh, the whole nine yards. Okay. Um, you can trade your product there. You can trade it for a gift card to get whatever you would like. Gotcha. However, we also, yeah, we also have another property by the name of PJValueGuide.com. And there, if you choose to just sell your equipment, we can, uh, we can buy that from you as well through that channel. Cool. And what was that site again? That was PGAValueGuide.com. PGAValueGuide.com. Yep. Mm-hmm. And globalgolf.com, you can go there and you can uh, sign up and uh, maybe win some tour issue Callaway golf balls. This is the big That's stuff. True. This is this is the stuff that you know that fills that fills hitting out there, right? This is the key. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. A little bit different from what you can buy off the shelf. That's this is a great deal. Zach VZ com. You know, its tenth anniversary is a big party. So if you're looking for some um, some different clubs, you want to trade your old ones in, get some new ones, uh, pre-owned, whatever, check, at least you can do, do is check out how much they're worth, pgavalues.com or globalgolf.com. Zach, my man, appreciate your time, and uh, glad we could uh, reunite you and Mr. Smith here for a while. Yeah, always good to talk to you, Zach. That was fun. They're old. You as well, Jeff. Thanks, man. They are old so buddies. Want, want to thank you for joining us here, and uh, we'll have you back on a regular basis here because, uh, you know, our, our guys that listen – they need to buy some stuff. They need to keep up with the times, man. So you'll be our go-to guy for, for how much is this going to cost me? Zach VZ, globalgolf.com. Uh, check us out, of course, anytime, thoseweekendgolfguys.com. Again, you can scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, and if you want to send a message uh, directly to Jeff uh, or you want to make a suggestion on a topic or something you'd like us to cover, uh, we'd be more than happy to entertain that for you. And again, uh, facebook.com slash golf guys you go there and that's another way to uh, get in touch with jeff and we post some rather interesting stuff and keep up with us keep in touch on twitter at wknd golf guys that covers all of our bases does it not sir it does except for you forgot the fact we that do. we are powered by golf talk america powered by the golf talk american network on audioboom.com Go there and listen to all the archived shows, anything you might have missed. Have yourself a great week. Hey, go play some golf. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.